Hello everyone and welcome to the Business Motivation Podcast. And for tonight we have a special guest. For episode 12 we have Mr. Wazari Johnson, the founder of Advocate Industries and Goods Express. All right, Mr. Johnson, can you please just give us a further introduction of yourself? Well, good evening to everybody who signs in to the podcast, the Business Motivator podcast. Um, my name, as mentioned, is Wazari Johnson. Um, since the year 2001, I've been functioning as a ceramist. Um, that's what I studied at the Edna Manley College. And um, yeah, on leaving college, I went into studio ceramics, owning my own business. Um, formally registered it in 2002, April of 2002. And since then, since 2001, I've been practicing um, operating as a studio ceramist. Um, I've worn different hats over the years. Um, while in college, I exposed myself to computer graphics. I'm an illustrator. Um, I write. You know, I authored one book um, and I've written for different um, newspapers, um, local ones and, and the Toronto Caribbean newspaper. Um, I, I, I try to do as much as I can, you know, we, we, we have been blessed with one life and I believe in maximizing on the life that we have been given. You know, I think life is a gift and I try to maximize and, and try to find out what my potential is. You know, I try to not limit myself to any one thing. I try to um, get a better sense of who I am as a person. So I try various things, you know, and um, I, 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 I'm most comfortable in, in the, in the, we're in the heart of ceramics, but um, I've been known as different things throughout the years, you know. All right, all right, Mr. Johnson, you said a lot just now, and I've been taking a few um, notes, a few jottings. Um, so many things that you have done in your time, um, kind of a jack of all trades of some, kind, of some sort. And um, that's very good to hear. Um, the idea here is not to limit yourself and to really push your boundaries. And I think that's very important for us to hear in this DNA, especially as you know, youths and you know, those who may be feeling disenfranchised. But we're gonna get into the story behind Advocate Industries. Um, now, I'm just gonna be honest here. When you hear the name Advocate Industries, I don't think about ceramics at all. Yeah. Ceramics just doesn't come to my head. But before, before we get to that, uh, Mr. Johnson, when did you develop this love for ceramics? Because I, I, I don't really see you as that kind of person. I guess because I'm young. <laughs> well, um, I actually got the bug while in college. Um, actually, when I went to Edna Manley College, I went there. When I went to college, I actually went to the college to study computer graphics. Um, and then while there, the Dean of Studies, Hope Wheeler, told me that she believes I'm stronger as an illustrator. Um, but to become an illustrator, I had to get into the graphics department. So I um, tried twice, uh, and for some reason, 
um, wasn't accepted into the graphics department. But while in foundation year, you get the opportunity to experience different disciplines. So I wrote up for sculpture and ceramics. Um, never thought much about it, but um, some of my best grades at the College were in the area of sculpture. So um, I found out that I was strong in the area of working in three dimensions. And I did well in ceramics as well. Um, when I got into the sculpture department, there were some issues with, um, I'm a 7th I'm a day Adventist, so there were some issues with the Sabbath workshops and so on. And um, the long and short of it, um, the tooth at the time wasn't budging, I wasn't willing to budge, and there, there was no room for, for a compromise on either side, apparently. And um, I transferred to the ceramics department. Um, because it was the other area of 3D that I found that I really loved. And yeah, went into the ceramics department, transferred from sculpture into ceramics, fell in love with the discipline, um, found that um, I enjoyed it because I love science and I love art. So ceramics is the, is the best marriage between two, the, the, between the two worlds, you know, um, the, the, you have the science aspect to ceramics and there's also the art and design aspect so there's a lot of science behind ceramics believe me and um yeah i find that the material player is very um forgiving you get to make mistakes and, and correct them and, and so on and i find working in play very soothing you know um of all the professional exploits I, I get the most satisfaction from ceramics. I actually enjoy it a whole lot, you know, because um, it, 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 it's like self-exploration, you know, you get to tap into different ideas, um, different designs that you want to explore. Um, each day is a new thing. Um, I, I love my entrepreneurial pursuits, but, you know, um, I find that it's very um systematic in terms of you know um per transaction what your costs are and, and pretty much a day is 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 usually like the same set um routine and requirements but with ceramics um it's like you have an unlimited world to tap into but but i love entrepreneurship i i, I love you know goods expressed and so on but ceramics is is what i'm really passionate about yeah, you said a lot just now, and I really like the point that you brought up about being able to be creative and to make mistakes when you're working with the clay. And um, I think it's a thing with um, with men in general. We just love to create things. <laughs> it's done in different ways. Um, for you, you work with the clay and so on. Um, some guys, they write. Some guys, they would fix cars and stuff like that. And some guys would build video games and programs <laughs> and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's still building. And, you know, I find myself um, in that category. I, I like to build things. And okay. one way in which you help things to build is to motivate others. So that's one of the reasons why this podcast exists, because I'm trying to build something. So That's great, man. If you see that you are a builder of some sort um, to the audience, you have to find the best way in which you can build something. 
And you know, don't just build something for yourself. Build something that can benefit others, right? Another point that you mentioned is, you know, you not budging on your faith and then you ended up going fully into ceramics and falling in love with the art. And you know, sometimes life is like that. You get into something not knowing what will happen and then you find yourself falling in love with something that you never expected. And that goes well with what you said before about trying to do your best in this life that we've been blessed with. Because if you don't try new things, if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you might never know what benefits you're missing out on. All right? And even if, even if you don't really, quote-unquote, fall in love with something, at least you'll find out what you don't like, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, I mean, you have to look at the bright side of things. Um, the name Advocate Industries. All right, before before that, I, w- I wanted to to tell us the story of why you decided to make this into a business and why the name Advocate Industries. It doesn't sound like <laughs> a ceramics business name. So, you know, just, just run me through it. So why you started this business and why you came up with the name? Well, um, the, the, the reason I started a business um, was that was always my plan growing up. Um, as far back as I can remember, I remember my cousin Joel asking me what I wanted to do with my life. And I told her that um, at eight years old, I told her that I wanted to own a restaurant, a themed restaurant. You know, um, I was drawing a hot dog and, and put windows into the hot dog at eight years old. You know, and I told her that I would create my own hot dog business and and, and, and it would be a theme restaurant. I never knew that that was what people call it, but um, I wanted a theme restaurant. So, you know, not just like, you know, you have a Burger King, but the building is not a burger. I wanted my 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 restaurant to be a giant hot dog. And, and from, from eight years old, I wanted to create my own business. So that was always in the plan. <laughs> that was always in the plan. Like growing up, I never envisioned working for somebody else. So um, when I was going to the Edna Manley College, it was actually to pursue a, a course of studies in graphics and illustration so I could create my own company. And um, because I was into comic books as a teenager and I was going to create the first Jamaican comic book publication. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, from high school, the plan was to use my talent, which I've always been able to draw well and so on. So I wanted to use that, that creative talent to earn from it. So... Um, getting to Edna Manley, transferring to ceramics, it was just earning from this. <laughs> this is now the new discipline that I can earn from, as opposed to going into the field of creating the comic books and so on. So um, it, it was always my result that whatever um, aspect of my creativity I'm using, um, I would be using it to earn from it. You know, so while in college, I, I was, you know, looking at the landscape to see how I could make a living as a ceramist. Um, fortunately, um, around the time when I was leaving college, 
cable uh, television got popular. Not that that I'm saying it's it's fortunate for cable in and of itself, but um, there was a channel on cable, um, HGTV, Home and Garden Television Network, and at the time they had um, a program on it called Modern Masters, and 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 every Tuesday I believe they would hear this program and you would see different artists making a living from their art and I was really inspired by it and you know you would see sculptors, potters, um, blacksmiths, different disciplines and so on and I would continuously watch um, the marketplace for, for, for um, creative persons you know creatives you know because the designers the interior designers were creatives um, it would give me an idea of trends in the market and so on and, 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 and it was great help because um, when I finished Edna Manley College, um, to a degree I was influenced by my, 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 my tutors there. And you could see their influence on my work. And I remember Vera Ennis, who was the curator and owner of the Pegasus Gallery at the time. She said to me, Wazari, you have talent and your work has quality. But what you need is differentiation. You, you need differentiation. You need something to separate you from the marketplace. You need your own style. And I did not know what that style would be. And um, I noticed while I was watching Home and Garden Television Network that a lot of the, the at the time, like bold colors was just coming in. Jamaicans never really used to paint their houses with bold colors. And I believe the influence of that network um, impacted the, the, the design landscape um, in terms of architecture and so on in Jamaica. And I saw more people experimenting with more colors um, for exterior walls and interior walls. And when I looked at it, I remember one of my best classes at um, Enomanly was Color Theory by Mike Stanley. And I just incorporated Color Theory and, and, and that was my differentiation. Um, a friend of mine said that that, that, that that was my most significant contribution to ceramics because before my work... Color theory. I don't think I've heard that one before. Um, remember, this is an educational challenge. challenge. Yes. <laughs> I want people to learn something. So. Briefly, can you explain color theory to us? All right, so um, we, we worked with the, the, the color wheel. And, and when you um, work with the color wheel, you get to understand based on the location of colors on the color wheel, which colors are complementary colors, which colors are analogous colors. You know, um, so red and blue work well together. And, and, and red, blue, and yellow, the primaries, they work well together in a space. Um, green and, and orange work together. Um, purple and green work together. Um, you, you can see that principle all throughout nature. It, it is how you blend colors and how, com how colors complement each other. And then you go on to learn how colors affect mood and so on. So you would notice that um, fast food franchises like Kentucky Fried Chicken and a lot of other um, franchises use the color red. Yeah, and, and, and red actually inspires you to, to want to purchase, to make impulse purchases and, and so on. It, it has a psychological effect on you. 
And um, if you if you want to use a color to suggest um, something cool or sterile, you can use blue in combination with white. And then you find that a lot of milk-based products use those color combinations. Or, or so, sometimes green and white. Yeah, yeah. So so it it it, it um it suggests um, something clean or sterile. So colors actually inform how, how your mind responds to certain things. Wow. Um, if you if you have an, a, 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 a like a mid-grain room, that room will actually uh, motivate you to relax. And, 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 and that is why when you go into broadcasting, you'll hear them say that the relaxation room is the green room. And in some places, it's actually green. So, so um, that, that color actually inspires um, relaxation. So in terms of um, painting your house and so on, there, there should be a lot of thought behind the colors that you use. You know, so, so there are so many applications to, to design and, and, and art. So many applications, you know. And um, what I appreciate is that there are more and more platforms coming up where you can educate persons as to the importance of art and design, you know. Um, because it is actually very important. All right. Uh, thank you for that explanation. Really yeah. learned a lot there. And I hope that you know, the red that we're wearing <laughs> is inspiring you know, people to like and subscribe to the channel, right? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so, you know, maybe it's a good thing why we wear, we're both wearing red tonight. Um, so thank you for that explanation. I really learned something and I hope you guys in the audience have learned something um I, I i believe this color theory is is um linked to color blocking which i heard from mr shevon walker when he spoke about fashion and things that yeah. you wear, the colors that you wear so i guess it's pretty much a similar thing yeah if you want to watch that interview with shevon i think it was a good one check it out on the channel you know? Definitely will. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna have to move on a bit quickly now. Advocate Industries. Why is the name Advocate Industries? Well, um, the explanation is going to be very unusual. It's going to sound weird. But I was actually in the printmaking department and I just drew the logo first. I, I just I was just drawing a logo. I, I saw this image in my mind and I just drew the logo first. And when I looked at what I drew, it looked like an angel, but I started it as A and I. And when I looked at the logo, and this was approaching final year, my final year show, because my intent was to launch my business at final year show. So I was just playing with that image. This, this image was just fixed in my head and I was just drawing this image down and I saw the letter A and I in it and then the name just came after Advocate Industries and um, the word advocate is one who pleads for the cause of another and you know um, I, I saw it when I created it and I still see it the same way as not my business I, I, I believe it, it, it is something that I was given stewardship over by the God who took me all the way through Edna Manley and still continues to work with me. Um, so I made the business in honor of God. And, and, and the plural industries is that God impressed me when I was creating it 
that I would start with ceramics, but over time there will be different branches. So so eventually it will become an umbrella group. And 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 I've seen where different business ideas um, have burgeoned and are burgeoning out of you know what began as just ceramics. You know we are seeing Goods Express being born out of it and some other ventures that that we are working on and 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 are in the pipeline. You know so. Um, I, over the years, I've seen the importance of um, varied industries um, helping the society, helping the economic situation of the society. I think I have a responsibility, not not only to people who believe the same way that I do, but I think I have a responsibility to my island home to, 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 to be somebody who creates possibilities for others. You know, as the name advocate, suggest so um, through the years we have started different platforms like the art and soul um, expo um, art and business expo we created that platform to basically showcase small enterprises and, and and creatives you know and we had that expo for three years um, COVID came and then we, we had to pivot and think about the future of the expo but um, we are in planning stages and we, we plan on continuing the expo. We are just seeing how the landscape will be for the next few months to see how do we now apply the same concept. Um, the last the last staging of the expo, um, well, it was a um, creative home show where um, different furniture producers and um, local producers of um, art and, and gift solutions um, we came together and a friend of mine who owns Morgan Street in Southern Centre, um, she had a, an extra biz, um, shop space in Southern Centre at the time and she wasn't ready for it. So, you know, by, by, by a blessing of God, she, she gave us the stage, the, 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 the show in it for free, you know, and, 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 I, and, and I'm very thankful for that, you know, very thankful. And, and it went well, you know, it came together well, went well, and, you know, um, God has really been good, you know. <laughs> I, I am one of those um, business people who, I, 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 I am a creationist, I, I strongly believe in God, I believe, I, I, it's not just a belief, I know that he exists, and I've seen his hand in everything that I've done. I, I've seen things just happen on my journey that, that, that I just, outstanding and impossible you know <laughs> i see i've seen the impossible and i've lived the impossible you know so our our vision is is you know broader than just um making ceramics or our 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 own personal efforts um i want to see the the the, the formulation of a more organized and broader creative industry in jamaica because there are countries that, that, that make billions of dollars from IP, billions of dollars from the creative industries. And I think it is one of the strongest areas that we have going for us as Jamaicans, but we have not figured out how to monetize it properly. You know, a lot of our IP goes to waste and a lot of our IP is, is taken over, you know, and held hostage by different countries. People are utilizing music forms that were born here and they are winning awards you know 
the, the best reggae album was won by a, by an American band recently. You know, so so um, while I I don't have a problem with that, you know, um, it's just that we don't capitalize well on on our creative products. We don't capitalize well on it, and and we have a short-sighted way of looking at Jamaica and situation of marketing beaches and 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 and, and resorts and so on. And there's no plan to diversify how we earn as a nation. And I believe our creative product, our products, um, is one of the chief areas that we will grow economically over the next few years, if if that permits. You know, and um, I don't see where there is much leadership in that area in terms of the political landscape. And I am not one person that believes that you should just complain. I learned that your hippocampus, that area of your brain, that that, <laughs> that that is there for problem solving. It reduces in size when you just only complain. So you actually incapacitate yourself in terms of solution formulation. So if there's no Yeah, 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 you know. So so if, if nobody else is creating a solution, I believe that I have a responsibility to be a part of the solution. Because if I'm not a part of the solution, I'm a part of the problem. Wow, that was so much to unpack a while ago. Um, I, I can't even summarize that. That was so much. Guys, <laughs> so if you didn't catch all of that, just rewind the video and listen to it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, you had mentioned Goods Express earlier. We just want to wrap this up with a brief summary. Um, Goods Express, you said it came out of um, Advocate Industries. How exactly did that happen? Because it seems a bit different to me. Well, um, my mother um, had a, had a, has a shop. She still has it. Um, when, when I was younger, um, she was laid off. And, and to preserve her family, she created a shop. And then over time, you know, the internet age came in and I was kind of saying, Mommy, you know, um, in the era that we lived at the time, um, everybody had a grocery shop, like there were so many grocery shops. And again, I, I strongly believe in differentiation. So when the internet became a thing and, and I was always on the internet, I was saying, you know, Mommy, I think you should create an online platform where people can purchase and you are not so dependent on your community, you know, because with, with the online capabilities, you can have a wider um, customer base. And she didn't get the idea, you know. So, so from that point in time, it was something that, that I was playing around with. And then I met a friend um, who, um, she basically had a similar idea and um at the time i i got some equipment damaged like um the ceramics um equipment got damaged and so on and i had to pivot you know and at that time then we we, we got an investor and we initially started goods express um where persons could go online order and and, and we would deliver their, their grocery items um uh the business was basically breaking even and then the, the partners were concerned that it wasn't generating enough at the time to, to pay a salary and other things, you know. So 
I was saying to them that, you know, based on what I went through the ceramics thing and what I learned in terms of business in general, businesses sometimes take years to, to, to start to be profitable. So I was saying as a concept, it's a good concept and, and I'm going to stick it out. But um, the vote eventually came down that it would be dissolved. And I decided that, you know, separate and apart from them, it was a brainchild that I had. So I decided to just re-register it. And um, some interested parties invested with me. And a friend of mine was working for another um, entity where he was delivering smoothies. So he learned to ride um, a motorcycle. Well, you know, so so when I when the investment came my way, I decided to utilize the, the, the strengths of that other brother who you know, already had the skill of riding the motorcycle and we started with one bike and then it grew into two and then three and, you know, we, we started to adjust the idea where um, we started launching out, you know, relaunching Goods Express with a beer service aspect to it and then we are going to then build out the, the shopping experience. You know, because when I was in one of the first meetings with the investors and they saw the original website that I had, they said that, boy, you have the potential to become Amazon for the Caribbean. You know, you, you, you can be the next Amazon for the Caribbean. You know, that's why they invested. They saw the potential. I When I explained the concept, they, they were all for it and they decided to invest. But um, my brother, my friend, Kashif, he's like a brother to me. Um, he, 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 he was discussing with me the, the whole prospect of, you know, a beer service and, and how it can be a profitable venture and so on. And I listened, you know, one of the things that I learned from an, an artist that I highly respect, um, Mervina Redding, she said that I should always be ready to learn from everybody, even a baby can teach me something. So when Kashif was sharing with me the idea of the beer service, I actually listened to him and I took him very seriously. So when the opportunity for investment came, I said, you know what? Well, and my wife also underscored that we should start the Rena. You know, my wife Rena underscored that we should start with the beer service and then um, um, build out, get a, get a location so you can get stuck in and, and then build out the shopping aspect but start with a beer service and then build out. So it's a growing concept. We are still in the process of growing, but it's a great journey so far. And you know, some major players um, have found our website and have reached out to us and they want us to become distributors down the road and so on. We have even gotten interest from overseas entities and so on. So uh, I'm looking for for, for, for growth in that area um, in terms of Goods Express. So um, the journey I see where the, the Lord has us on is that um, that, that vision that, 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 that was born there at Edna Manley, that, that advocate industries is becoming a reality at this juncture in my life because, you know, we have, we have these concepts for um partner industries that 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 are going to be under the advocate umbrella and you know over the next few months more and more people will be hearing about them and, and and we'll be seeing these different brands come out um 
you know, I look at Grace Kennedy with great admiration and, and, and I see what they are doing and it's good stuff to emulate, you know, where you have an umbrella period company and then you have different branches, you know, because Jamaica needs that kind of diversification. Um, yeah, you have a lot of unemployed people, um, a lot of um, persons around you with not much employment options, you know, and you have to have people who are creating new industries. You know, you have to have investment in these new industries because, you know, our education system basically is geared towards creating workers. But when you have a large class of workers with no work areas, then you will have a problem. And, and right now, we are, we are seeing the problem. You have a lot of qualified, young, overqualified people who don't have job options. So, so I believe in doing my part for my nation. You know, I believe I, I, I have a responsibility to the nation and to the wider Jamaican society to create these options so that these brilliant young minds will be incentivized to stay in Jamaica and make Jamaica one of the greatest nations on earth, if not the greatest. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, again, I, I can't summarize what you just said. <laughs> gonna have to play it back, all right? <laughs> Mr. Johnson, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on See you here. See you here, Matthew. I have to invite you back because <laughs> we could talk about what time will not permit. Yes, and for those who have, you know, enjoyed what he has said and has learned a lot from what he has said, don't worry, you'll be seeing him again. I will ensure that I will invite him to be on the podcast again. So, um, Mr. Johnson, thank you again for being here and you know just an encouragement to those who are really trying to develop their artistic skills you know I, I assume mr johnson is the perfect person to talk to that motivate and encourage you to you know continue on the path all right and his the link to his instagram will be in the, in the description so i guess you can show him out at any time all right so mr johnson do you have any final words for the audience tonight um well for, for any person out there whether you're young or older um and you believe that you have that entrepreneurial spark and you have been contemplating the idea for some time now i would actually encourage you to venture out venture out and see what it is that you can do to enhance the society that you live in via your venture because the more we create these ventures it actually has a positive impact on the wider society you know there there are many opportunities out there and i i would encourage you not to be fearful you know um you don't really lose even when you make mistakes it is just a, another way of learning so so don't overthink the process you know step out step out into the deep um there are so many opportunities i wish there were more people stepping out into the deep um this country has a lot of potential this country is the land of opportunity this country has a lot of resources that are underutilized um, and, 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 and 
opportunities are there just by looking at things differently. You know, um, look at demands that other people are not tapping into. You know, look at resources that somebody else is wasting and you 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 you, you have a gate for it, an opening for it. I don't I don't know if I have any time to say this, but I remember years ago, my father was a farmer when he was alive and um, he specialized in making natural juices and so and wet sugar and sugar head and molasses from sugar cane. That was that that was the, the, the he left from Canada and came here and he, he wanted to create these organic products from sugar cane. And he bought a parcel of land, um, 16 acres that had oranges and grapefruits on it. And because his focus was on the sugar cane, nothing was being done really with the grapefruits and the oranges. And it was at the time when I had um, equipment damage and, and, and I was there, you know, kind of sad and murmuring about the loss of the equipment. And he said to me, Wazari, you know, all you have to do is reinvent yourself. One of the best advices I've ever gotten from him. There are times when he gives me these gems and 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 and, and they stay with me, you know? And that was one that, that stuck with that, that 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 really stayed with me. It stuck, you know, and I looked at the field here of the unused oranges and grapefruits, and I said, you know, in my neighborhood people would use like this up. You know and and I just took some cocos bags and gathered the oranges and grapefruits and went door to door in my own neighborhood and sold it and 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 and, they, and it sold off. <laughs> you know, it sold off and that became a short-term venture that, that I used to get some capital to get back on my feet, you know. And I'm just, I, and I'm just saying that in this country, there are many other scenarios like that. There are many other scenarios like that. Um there are just too many. <laughs> right now, my mind is all over the place. There are just so many opportunities like that. All right, um, <laughs> I'm yeah. Yeah. Able to express some of these the next time you come on. Yeah. <laughs> we have to leave them hanging, you know. We have to leave them one. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Definitely. You know? But 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 there are a lot of opportunities, and you just have to have a have an eye for them, and 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 go there, venture out, try something. You know, try to become a solution to a problem. And and I think you you'll find that you might have a business there, you know. All right, all right. Thank you very much for that. Very powerful words. Reinvent yourself. Ensure to be a problem solver. That's very important. Yeah. And of course you can get advice. Similar to what you're hearing now, when you get my ebooks. Prioritizing Every Business Vision, Volume 1, which is free. Volume 2 will be coming out this month. It won't be free, but it will be very inexpensive. Alright? So just look out for that. Alright? Again, Mr. Johnson, thank you. And of course, we look forward to the next podcast with you involved. Alright? So, this is the Business Motivation Podcast, Episode 12. Where we have spoken to Mr. Bazari Johnson, the founder of Advocate Industries and Goods Express. So, from us to you, good night and remember always stay motivated. <laughs>
All right. We'll see you in the next episode.